0: MSing About Productions presents MSing About, a podcast about nothing. I'm Ian Hayden, and as always, I'm sitting opposite Katrina Christensen. Hello, Katrina.
1: Hello, Ian.
0: Katrina's a singer, a pianist, a carer, and a train driver. Ding, ding. Oh,
1: oh thank you. Doot, <laughs> doot. <laughs> and you're an award winning comedy writer or
0: yes. just writer? Award-winning comedy Comedy video,
1: writer, okay. Who has MS. You do have MS. And you've won awards for what? For
0: having MS. No way. Yes, I have. <laughs> I've won a couple of awards for having MS. But first, a word about Solace Sleep, Australia's number one manufacturer of adjustable beds. You can check them out at, Katrina.
1: au. Yeah, okay. Now, you can't have won an award... For having MS, yeah, I've won
0: a few awards. I won best actor in the 2021 Focus on Ability short film Awards, But that which that is wasn't,
1: MS. yeah, but that wasn't because you had MS. You did a film, oh, and it was right. for the film. Yeah, so the MS has got nothing to do with it. It was a, it was a disability competition. All right. You were eligible to enter because you have MS, which is classified as a disability. But you oh, won right, because right. of your wit. All
0: right. I won the inaugural award mm. for the business small dis-big um, because I set up a travel agency called Cain and Abel Travel for people with MS to travel.
1: There you go. So, again,
0: you saw a niche in the market.
1: It's not because you had MS. You saw a niche in the market that helped and assisted people with a disability to travel. Not because you had MS, Ian Hayden, award-winning comedy writer.
0: All right, let's let's (laughs) go back to comedy.
1: You're not playing the disability card with me, mate.
0: (laughs) I won four... Pater Awards for Comedy for yes. six nominations. Wow. And a Pater is the nickname for the Australasian Academy of Broadcast Arts and Sciences, the same as Oscar's the nickname for the gongs in America.
1: There you go. Never heard of it. No. But that won't take away that no. that's a pretty no, good accomplishment.
0: It's out in the games room. Yeah. Three were for Scriptwriter of the Year, one was for the best independent production. Right. And I got one RA award. You wouldn't know what that is. It's a radio award from five nominations for that. Wow. That's a radio industry award for Best News Syndicated Program. And... I'll tell you about one Peter Awards night.
1: Oh yes,
0: it was yes, huge. it was
1: huge. Oh, I think I know this one.
0: Well, okay. did you meet
1: someone famous?
0: I do, uh, Yes, yes, yes. Can I tell that story? Yes, please. Yes, it's a good story. Well, we 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 did when our comedy team provided the live entertainment. Ah, right. Yes. So that was part of it, and we were nominated for a gong. But because we had the entertainment, we were there for a rehearsal in the afternoon. Oh. And I went through the kitchen and found a little toilet that was no one knew about. In the kitchen? No, off the kitchen. Oh, right. You know, <laughs> we went through the kitchen to get to it. <laughs>
1: Now, I, I'm no, sorry, no, but no, I just good. had visions of the chef no, on the no. toilet, on the
0: little no, toilet, no, had, cooking. It, it took you to another <laughs> corridor, but the reason I did oh, that right. was that I know oh, that yes. at award night, and back then it was a very male industry. Ah, oh, yes. That the toilets get a big queue up. At half time. Right, yes. So I At most
1: thought, awards nights and yeah, events. women yes, and men, yeah. That's so it, I just yes. thought I'll
0: find my own little. Anyway.
1: Oh, look at you go sussing out the terrain. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. Where can I pee in so, silence?
0: So <laughs> I went to relieve myself at my private little bathroom. All oh, right, yes. I pushed open the door to the kitchen and I heard, ah! And I. And I'd whacked Prime Minister Bob Hawke in the face with the swinging door because his minders knew about the private little toilet oh. and had just taken him there, but he came back and he wasn't looking. Was was it one of those doors that had the, the yeah, circle? The circle but yeah, he was short. and he was too short. <laughs> well, yeah, I could just see this little bit of grey hair. Oh. Yeah, but the lovely thing was I said, Oh, sorry, Bob. No, nah, no, nah, it's my fault. It's all right. So that's a terrible... I know it's a terrible <laughs> Bob Hawke, but I nobody I... remembers Bob Hawke. So it's a I perfect, remember Bob perfect,
1: perfect Bob Hawke. Didn't he give us a day off for the, um, what was that, boat uh,
0: race? Oh, if anyone is sacked <laughs> today, it's a bum. Anyway, um, uh, but we won an award that night. Right. And I got up and accepted it. a couple of people who were vaguely famous at the time. And I did my big speech. I thanked all the radio station managers in the room, not one by one, but there were 70 of them who took our show. And the uh, manager of 2GB for commissioning it. And I thanked everyone at either of the actors. Did, did they
1: catch you off with music like no, they no, do at no, the Academy no, Awards? No, no, I thanked the actors
0: and did all that. <laughs> and then my writing partner oh, stepped yes. up and made the best speech I've ever heard. Oh. He stepped up to the microphone and he went, ditto. <laughs> and walked off and I thought, you little bugger.
1: <laughs> and he's the one they'll remember.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, and, and got a big round of applause because they didn't want to hear another speech. Did, did you ever win an award as a child? Never. Oh, see, I always oh, remember my mum. Yeah, citizenship or something. Oh, like that. okay,
1: yeah. I, I always remember my mum telling me about an award my brother won. Um, and he entered a little dance competition and he won Best Little Jiggler
0: this <laughs> yes, little jiggler. Oh, I'd like that on my cup.
1: I know, me too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you know, I I can jiggle. Yeah. Yes, I've got a lot of bits that
0: jiggle. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle.
1: <laughs> so yeah, okay. So n- you, nothing you, as a child you would have been
0: good in um, a stage show called O Calcutta. Oh, really? Do you know it?
1: I don't. I've heard the name, but I performed don't know the, in the nude. Oh, no, thank you, no. And, no, no, And no, Sir no.
0: Robert Helpman. <laughs> that's, a, that's a no deal, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Robert Helpman at the time reviewed it and said, the trouble with nude music authors that when the music stops, some bits don't.
1: don't <laughs> that's
0: it. Yeah.
1: You're out of time. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, put that back. Anyway, now... The biggest award you can win
1: All right. in a,
0: as a writer in Australia
1: okay, yeah, okay. is
0: an Augie Award. An Augie Award? A-W-G-I-E, the Australian right. Writers Guild Award. I like
1: the sound of that.
0: Yes. Yeah, Have you great, won no, one? No.
1: Oh, okay. Are you still striving to win one? No. And how do you enter? Do you get nominated by your peers? No, or? You,
0: you do nominate yourself. You nominate yourself. And then you get nominated and then someone wins. And I've been nominated for seven. Right. Seven. Never won one.
1: You don't sound bitter at all. Not at all bitter.
0: <laughs> but let me tell you about a couple. The first one was in 1981 for a show called Kingswood Country.
1: This is the nominations Nomination. you're talking about. Okay. And Annie right. and
0: I went to Melbourne to the art gallery to, oh, yes. to go to the big, you know, the bun fight, the bash.
1: Oh, right, yes. And
0: Annie was sitting next to the wife of a soapy storyliner, and he oh. went to the toilet. Ah. Oh. And she leant across to Annie and said, Does your husband beat you up when he can't think of what to write? (gasps) Oh! Bet you they're not together.
1: Oh, no. Yes. Oh, that's terrible.
0: Yeah, and the first Augie Award night I went to was at the Sydney Opera House in 1980. I wasn't nominated. But the producers of Kingswood Country, Gary Riley and Tony Sattler, were. Oh. And they won that year for a show called Graham Kennedy's RS Playhouse. Okay. And then the buggers won again next year while I missed out. But... <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I'll, I'll, come, I'll come back to that in a sec, Because on the wall of the RS office yes. was a framed autograph photo of Graham Kennedy with a note that read, don't forget to write. Something funny next time. <laughs> I, I thought it was terrific. And uh, I
1: love it. Just just reminding you of what your actual job is. Oh yeah. Yes.
0: But, but it was around this time Tony Settler said, You haven't met Graham, have you? And I said, No and he said, Let's go for a sale so we sailed down to his house in Hunters Hill and had a fabulous afternoon. But I'm going to come back after this little commercial break for once, what was once, an award winning snack. Oh. I've never heard of it. Do tell. The chewy, chewy Tootsie Roll. That's what <laughs> it is. It just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even get 30 seconds. It's about a 12 second ad back in the second. Okay, set. all right. Okay. Yes, bar candy disappears in a few bites, and bag candy disappears. In a few cups. But when other candies are all gone, Chewy Chewy Tootsie Roll goes on and on. Before the little commercial break, we were talking about the orgy being the most prized. Award for writers. And the most prized orgy is the Fred Parsons Award for Outstanding Contribution to Australian Comedy. And Fred Parsons was Graham Kennedy's main writer Ah. for sketches on in Melbourne Tonight. There you go. Now, a few people have won that gong. I haven't. (laughs) Roland Sattler did. Hugh Stuckey. Uh, I wrote in a comedy uh, he wrote for called Home Sweet Home. Uh, Barry Humphreys has one one. Right. He, he's adequate. And John Doyle and Greg Pickhaver. Don't know them. Roy
1: and HG. Ah, there you go.
0: Yeah, better known as Roy Slaven and Raging, well, what's his name? Rampaging HG Nelson. Yes, yes. Rampaging Roy Slavin and uh, Anyway, I used to bump into them every year at the award night <laughs> and we joke about how good they had to be as writers because they pipped me for the comedy gong four times.
1: Yeah, there you go. And I used
0: to come over and say, oh, sorry, mate.
1: (laughs) Oh. You're sorry. (laughs) Anyway. Ah, oh, they were the Taylor Swift of the industry. Yeah, they were, and I
0: thought they were very funny, club buggery. <laughs> they were,
1: they were funny. I did enjoy them, particularly
0: our, watching the football. Uh, i got one little orgy story. The host at the award night for many years was a guy called Julian Morrow. Okay. You don't know him, do no, you? No, I don't. He's probably best known as one of the chasers from the old TV oh, comedy. Oh,
1: right, yes.
0: And he presented the award to people like Andrew Denton and Barry Humphreys. Yeah. And in 2017, he was asked to open the envelope again and he read out the winner and the winner was julian morrow and he didn't know what to do he's got a, a, a comedy he's a, not a comedy show he does a show on, on sunday mornings on radio national now and okay. he, and he interviewed me last year and we were chatting off air, off air and i congratulated him on winning the uh, award yeah and he told me that the morning after the awards he went down into the kitchen and on the kitchen table was sitting the Fred Parsons Award and his son said, what's that? And he said, I got it last night for outstanding contribution to Australian comedy. And the son said, why? You're not funny. (laughs) And that's what kids are like.
1: Aren't they? I'm going
0: to tell you about how Graham Kennedy inadvertently ended my writing partnership with Doug Edwards. Doug and I wrote on a show called Graham Kennedy's World of Comedy. Okay. And Graham used to get very nervous before shows, but as soon as the audience clicked in, he was away.
1: He fed off them, I'm sure. Yeah, I fed off
0: them and the adrenaline happened anyway. He came out and, doing the auto cue read the first joke, and it didn't work particularly well. Ah. So he said, well, don't blame me. It was the writers. The second joke that we'd written worked a treat. And he said... That one's mine? Yeah. (laughs) I, I wrote that one. So <laughs> look it, at him go. <laughs> he had the routines through the whole thing. So if anything went a little bit flat, he just nodded at the green room and go, Then yep. mine. <laughs> yeah, he got down his turn. And very funny. And I I was rolling around at home thinking, Jesus, this guy's good. So I went into work the next day and Doug was horrified that he could be humiliated like that by, on television. I said that was a comedy it was, routine. Ah, it was the joke. That's it. So then Harry and Billerang, who was managing Graham at the time... Right. ..and said, would you write a one-man stage show for him? And I said to Harry, who would have final control of the script? He said, well, Graham, he's he's the performer, he's the consummate. Right. And I said, not interested at all, Harry, it's going to be a hell every night, wanting changes. Yeah. And Doug went, but we could get rich, he's so big and he'd be touring for a year and... no." because he, he was notoriously hard to work for as a writer. Right. Um, do you remember a show called Coast to Coast?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I had a couple of mates who wrote on that. Jim Pike was one of them, and he hated the little fella, as they called him, because some nights they'd work all day on a script. He'd come in, he'd take a glance, throw it straight in the bin and go and out and live the whole night. Some nights he'd do everything. And I thought, no, nah, I don't want to be working with that. <laughs> You get 60 cups of delicious instant coffee from every big economical bottle of turban coffee essence. It's most disturbing when there ain't no turban. We're talking. We are. About awards. We are
1: talking about awards. And I've had enough
0: talking about my awards Mm, because they don't really mean that much after you've got them. I mean, they're nice, but it's a job. Yeah. You don't get a taxi driver's award. Do you? I, don't I don't know. I'm
1: sure the taxi driving industry would have something.
0: Oh, probably yeah. be like. yeah. But have you heard of the Darwin Awards? I
1: have heard of the Darwin Awards.
0: They're named after Charles Darwin. Yes. The father of evolution. Yes. Commemorating those who improve our gene pool by removing themselves from it in a spectacular fashion. Mm. You're not allowed to take anyone else out with you. Just take yourself out. Take yourself up. out? Or, yeah. Now, I, I read of one in 2022 and it was handed out. to a 46-year-old man in Italy who, over the Easter weekend, snuck into the back of a supermarket and, feeling thirsty, he helped himself to a bottle of water that was in a crate that had another crate stacked on top and the whole lot came down on him, (gasps) crushing him to death. And because it was a Sunday and Easter, they didn't discover him until the next day back at work and it wasn't good. But it was a Darwin
1: Award. You know, I'm sure there was a program on television one time about all of these sort of very accidental deaths of people and and, I can't think what it was called. But, you know, unfortunately it was quite humorous um, seeing the the absolutely stupid things that people do that unfortunately result in death.
0: Yeah. 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 (laughs) I got another one.
1: Okay, fire away.
0: All right. Um... Oh, this one I quite like because it was a 19-year-old German lad and he was walking beside a river with his soon-to-be ex-girlfriend because an argument broke out and he pushed her into the icy river that he jumped in and pushed her under again and again and again. The thing is, she could swim and he couldn't. Oh. So she made it to the bank. He got pulled out with uh, brain damage and died a couple of weeks later. Oh. But that that's a nice story. <laughs> you think? <laughs> oh, anyway, there's a Darwin Award. Oh no! So, what do you reckon we call it a wrap?
1: Well, if you think there's enough, we'll wrap it up and we'll say hurroo and we'll oh, go I and still have a Just it. in oh, yes.
0: case, I might have one more Darwin oh, Award.
1: Okay.
0: It's a, it's a bloke called Gary Hoy. Gary Hoy. Yeah, he was a Canadian lawyer. And he was in his office on the twenty fourth floor of a skyscraper in Toronto. Yes. And he decided to demonstrate to a group of law students that the windows were unbreakable <gasps> by throwing himself at the window. And it was unbreakable. The glass didn't break, but the frame gave way and he plummeted twenty four. Oh no. I mean, well that's all I right, isn't he? You're allowed to go the window. Why would
1: you do that? Stupid. <laughs> Throw a chair at it. <laughs>
0: Even that would be stupid.
1: (laughs) No, but it's not you. You're not throwing yourself at it. Oh, my word. Yeah. Poor, poor boy.
0: Well... Gary Hoy. uh, Gary Hoy. (laughs) And and I think it's in Chicago, the world's tallest skyscraper. It's got one of those little glass boxes you can walk out. Oh, thanks, but no. Oh, no, I couldn't do it. I, I, I see the picture... And I don't care if they can tell me that it can withstand the weight of fifty seven elephants. Give me a photo of the elephants being on. Oh, I don't know how people do that sort of stuff. No,
1: I can't. I can't. No, No, not at all.
0: Anyway, let's run away for now.
1: Okay. Well, I might run. You might be a different thing. I will away. Really, 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 Sorry, really, again, not really. not trying to have a go at
0: your disability. Oh you uh yeah, well,
1: <laughs> all right. Very <bye>. <laughs>